0: Natsuki, how do you feel about your country?
1: <laughs> I couldn't believe whenever I first read this news. <laughs> <laughs>
0: everybody. Welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch. This is my co-host. Natsuki. And today, we are not wearing masks.
1: No masks.
0: Because we're both vaccinated. Yeah. Congratulations, Natsuki. Thank
1: you. Did you have any reaction after the second shot? Uh, sh- actually, no. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. I, I see. I'm like an old person. Um, <laughs> e-
0: Either that or maybe it wasn't a real vaccine.
1: Like what? Like salt? Water? Salt water? <laughs> no, no way. No way. No way.
0: You know, that was a thing. Uh, they I, I forgot the exact numbers, but like something like a, a couple hundred people here in Kagoshima got saline solution, salt water, on accident.
1: Oh my god! They
0: they they discovered their mistake and they corrected it. But yeah, that was actually a thing. I think we talked about this last show. Yeah, we I was gonna
2: say They had yeah. this exact yeah. same conversation um, last yeah. week.
0: All right. So anyway, so Natsuki's vaccinated now and pregnant. Natsuki yeah. is pregnant, vaccinated, and maskless. Ooh, cool. And no Alex this week because Alex was supposed to be here this week, but Alex is um not in. Kagoshima right now. Where is he? Uh, where is he? I don't remember. He okay. went somewhere. Okay. He went somewhere to do some like consultation thing. He's got to give like a couple of m- meetings on like luxury tourism in Japan or something like that. Mm. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, just uh, FYI, um, the co one of our there's three of us that do the show. One uh, well obviously four with Josh as well. But uh, Alex, uh, the other recurring character on the show, he has a um, an interview video on a on a sister channel that we produce called uh, People of Kagoshima. We'll put a link to it in the, in the description of this video. But if you guys want to check that out, it, uh, it it goes into like the pretty deep dive background of Alex and why he came to Japan and stuff like that. And it's actually just a really cool video. So make sure you guys check it out.
1: I will. You haven't seen it yet? No yet.
0: <laughs> this girl, man. Support the stuff that we do, Natsuki. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. So let's start off with something positive. So yesterday, Tokyo's uh, Corona cases was 82.
1: Mm, even less today. Was it?
0: mm Wait, isn't it only like 3 o'clock today? Well, anyway. So, their official number from for yesterday was 82. And that's down from like the thousands and thousands that they were having every day, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Natsuki, how do you feel about that? Coming down. So happy. So happy. So happy. I mean, we're we're completely out of lockdown, too. Like, everything's like normally functioning. Mm-hmm. Everything's open.
1: Yeah. I could go out for dinner Yeah. You,
0: you can't drink, there because you're breakers.
1: No, but uh, still non-alcohol beer is here i like the Germany one is that even
0: good yes. no alcohol beer
1: no alcohol beer made in germany is great
0: oh, the japanese one is not good
1: not great It tastes like chemical thing
0: when when i have like non-drinking days which is rarer and rarer these days but when i when i have days where i don't drink i just drink um
1: carbonated carbon so, water yeah carbonated
0: water mm-hmm. Tansan, mm-hmm. and like ice and it usually is okay. yeah but
1: non-alcohol beer made in germany still tastes like like Right beer. Really? Yeah, i give you one.
0: Okay, well, I don't know if I'll drink it because I do it for the alcohol. But... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so we're down to 82. Uh, Kagoshima has been like zero for yeah. like a couple of days, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it really zero? Who knows? But, you know, yeah. people... My, my metric, the thing that I look for... Are people in the hospital? Are people dying? Are people getting really, really sick? And the answer is no. And and that's uh, thanks in part to the really high vaccination rate finally uh, in Japan. So good job, guys. A little late, though. Happy. Yeah. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, We had, there was an earthquake. Let's talk about this one. There was an earthquake. There's actually an earthquake here. In Kagoshima. And then there was an earthquake in Tokyo like the next day, right? Mm -hmm.
1: The day before we had an earthquake, there was an earthquake in Aomori, I guess. Really? Yeah. So all over Japan.
0: Just little earthquakes, yeah. huh?
1: Aomori, Kagoshima, and Tokyo.
0: So the Tokyo one was like five point where is it? It was like it was pretty big. Yeah, it
2: was. Where is that? Five.
0: Five. It was a
2: five point nine earthquake.
0: Five point nine. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know where I put the paper. But yeah. I mean it's like, I don't know. Here's my question. When there's an earthquake in Tokyo, like for example, when when three eleven happened and it was like a nine point whatever mm-hmm. earthquake. Like, we didn't feel anything here because we're in the south of Japan. And at the same time, like, I feel like there's always a disconnect between, like, when a disaster strikes a different area. Like, when it was Kumamoto, which is right next to where we live, there was an earthquake in Kumamoto. Like, people in Kagoshima cared. Mm -hmm. But when it's Tokyo, everyone's just like, oh, it's Tokyo. It's, like, far away. Yeah,
1: we watch the disaster on news, TV.
0: So it's like, who cares kind of thing. Well, not who cares, but...
1: Yeah, we care, but we can't do anything. And I mean, I can, but yeah, it's like a t- far away story.
0: but the thing is is because Japan is so good at their building codes, um you know everything's like brutalism and concrete. Uh, there was really almost no damage. you know, a couple of people injured something like that, but like basically everybody was seem to be okay. actually, after the earthquake, the really, really big earthquake uh, on three and eleven, which is like, I think, to date the largest earthquake ever recorded or something like that. Hmm. The the earthquake really didn't damage anything. It was the tsunami that damaged hmm. everything.
1: Right, that's true.
0: And so, I mean, like buildings in this country, are cool i mean Look,
1: you know when we had the earthquake in kumamoto because there were because it was a rural area yeah. and then many old houses are torn down and so it depends on the area i guess
0: also the one thing that was weird about kumamoto is that they had a little earthquake and then the aftershock was stronger than the first earthquake right right mm-hmm. and so no one was prepared for that and so they thought that the big earthquake was over and then i they kind of let their, their guard down a little bit and things were kind of Damaged from the first quake, right? Mm-hmm. And then when the second quake happened, that's when everything got really screwed right. up. Right.
1: So people once evacuated from their house, but Everybody saw that that's over, so they went back to the house right and then the big earthquake happened, and many people got injured or died yeah you know? it was just
0: really bad timing on that yeah and they were talking about it on the news that like uh having an earthquake a larger earthquake after the first earthquake is really really rare mm. so that that was one thing that was just kind of interesting about that one, but I don't know how many people p- died in that earthquake this time no no, no in 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 a uh, kumoto can not remember yeah it wasn't that many though i mean mm. i just i I just i'm comparing this like if i think that if there's a big earthquake for example in california okay i think that, that a lot of people are gonna die because oh. it's just like the, the it's almost it's almost like a joke they're like oh california is the big quake is gonna come we should prepare but they don't prepare hmm. it's like it's insane you got it josh he's 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 furiously googling but yeah i feel like if california gets a really really big earthquake it's they're screwed compared to japan what's up
2: it's, uh, it says at least nine people lost their lives and approximately one thousand more were injured.
0: Okay, so I mean, for the size of the earthquake that that was, in, this is the Kumoto earthquake, not the Tokyo one that just recently happened. We're talking about, but uh, for the size of the Kumoto earthquake, and the, it was a long earthquake too. Uh, that's not a lot of people. Um, I mean, I'm I'm recalling when Christchurch had an earthquake uh, some years ago, and uh, there was a there was a school an English school that had mostly Japanese students in it, mm. in New Zealand. Mm. And the, the amount of destruction from that earthquake and the, the people who lost their lives in that earthquake was just uh, all over the place. It was like crazy.
1: What was the point in know Christchurch one?
0: It was, uh, what was it?
1: And the, the point, I mean number.
0: Oh, I don't remember. Josh, if you can go Christchurch. Seven or eight. Nine
2: it was a 6.3 earthquake okay Mm.
0: so this recent one in 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 uh in tokyo was just 5.9 right Mm -hmm. so it's like it's not i mean this is this is one thing that's kind of confusing that magnitudes with earthquakes every step up is like is like an exponentially higher step Mm -hmm. so you got so it's not like it's not a linear scale so you got to be careful but still a 6.3 earthquake caused that amount of damage in Christchurch. it's just because the the buildings aren't really made for earthquakes But Japanese buildings really, really are made, I mean, they're made out of a lot of concrete, so.
1: My brother, one of my brothers is living in Tokyo, and he's living in the, on the 21st floor. Mm-hmm. And the, the building was actually like 30, 30 stories. But anyway, when I was staying with them, I had a, a little earthquake. And then, you know, their security system is great because, like, they start to count down before the earthquake comes. Really? Yeah, it's like, here we come, you know, do you understand what I mean? And then it's like a five, four, three, two, one, 3, 2, 1, and the earthquake coming.
0: So this is really cool, guys. Um, so our phones all have software in them that's, uh, I think, by law. Um, and they all make an alert sound when when there's a when there's a natural disaster. And uh, when the earthquake came to Kagoshima couple, uh, last week, before the Tokyo earthquake, our phones went off. it's like whoop whoop whoop. Yeah. G this, G this. this. Right? it's so scary. So that's the scariest thing about the earthquakes mm-hmm. in Japan is the sound that your phone makes.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't help anything because it was on time. Help
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, the way it works is like if there's an earthquake somewhere, guys, like electronic signals travel faster than the shock waves of the earthquake. Um, and so this is why this this is called the Twitter effect. People on Twitter will be like, oh, my God, there's an earthquake. And people will read the tweets before they can feel the earthquake. Hmm. Uh, and so and so they use that kind of principle uh, with their de- detection stations all throughout the country. So when they notice that there's a little earthquake here, then they alert all the surrounding areas uh, by, by it's a completely automated system. Uh, And so it gives you one or two seconds to if you're in like a really weird position or something to get safe. Hmm. But usually for me, it just freaks me out.
1: Yeah. So because everybody's phone is ringing at the same time, of course. It was scary.
0: The worst is when you're on a train or something, and everybody's phone goes off mm-hmm. because it's like you're in a small area, lots of people, lots of phone, and everybody's phone just goes off. It's, it's it's some people's phones don't do that though. Oh really? Like I forgot. One of my friends was like, my phone didn't do anything. I was like, what's wrong with your phone? <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on. Uh, so Japan businesses to offer benefits using vaccination app. Mm. How do you feel about this? Not ski.
1: I I think it's cool. I think it's cool, and if you know. I got the chance, I will do it on my phone. But I saw the news that New York already has that kind of system. And then some people really hate it. Mm. And then some people i pissed off about those kind of application, and I was wondering why they're so mad about it.
0: So right now there's like this, uh, there's basically America's divided into two ideologies right now. There's, okay. You've got like the people who are smart and the people who are dumb. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you, It's almost like that though. You've got people who believe in science, people who believe that, you know, governments can do good f- for people, people that, you know, trust institutions and things like that. And then you have like, let's just call them, people who don't (laughs) (laughs) people who don't like science people who don't trust the government what what,
1: what do they believe though
0: i don't know jesus oh okay i don't know Mm. so you got people who who don't trust the government don't trust science love donald trump (laughs) these are the people who have truck nuts truck nuts guys that's you guys these people don't like anything like this and i'm I'm making fun I'm, i'm making fun but the reality is those people believe that anything that takes away their freedom is bad Mm. so they're the kind of people that like you know what is like so everybody everybody says that your freedom ends at the tip of your nose meaning like your your freedom is only about you it doesn't Mm. it's not you shouldn't push it on anybody else Uh, okay but like so the thing with vaccinations the thing with diseases is because if i choose not to get vaccinated i can kill other people Mm. right so it requires everybody to to cooperate and work together. And those kind of like gun toting, truck nut slinging Trump voters, they don't like cooperating with others. Mm. I mean, you can see they have, there's so many videos on on YouTube about these people. They're just not very smart people. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, you guys just aren't very smart. And so those people are super against vaccines those people then when this kind of vaccination requirement happens or whatever they go oh my god this is the government taking away my freedom and then they they get all crazy and stuff Mm. but they didn't give a shit about there's so many vaccination requirements already for schools Mm. like you need you know like your your measles and moms and all of those all those vaccines that you have to get anyway they didn't say anything about that it wasn't until trump came along that all of a sudden vaccines is a it's like a political problem now Mm. so they're just dumb they're just dumb people Okay, but anyway, it was
1: on the first news before the you know Japanese company, you know this application. What do do you think about it? I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's like a you know. For safe for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's cool because this is like um, nudging. This, is what, this isn't this is a law. This isn't a rule. It's nudging. It's just pushing a little bit because they say, if you guys get vaccinated, then there will be benefits. Mm. It's like a good thing for you, like a mm. discount or something like that. And if you don't have it, it's not like, you know, in, in some American uh, cities and stuff like that, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in. They won't let you into the, the, the store or whatever. Uh, but in this case, it's not that. It's just like trying to push you to get vaccinated, mm. which is good. Good. And then also um the the reason why so many people in japan got vaccinated so quickly is because they basically made it like the companies that started doing the vaccinations mm. like anything any company over with, with over a thousand employees started vaccinating themselves right and then the companies required their employees to get vaccinated and that's where you know we are mm-hmm. does your company require you to get vaccinated
1: yeah well, they did but you know i had to go to Fukuoka to get vaccinated and then you know go to the clinic near my house was that easier why did you have to go to Fukuoka? I don't know, because there are many people. They don't want to come to Kagoshima, maybe. I don't know why, but Kyushu area, mm-hmm. we have to go to Fukuoka. Uh, to for get, your
0: company? Yeah, for our uh, company. Mm-hmm. But, it, but you just went to the clinic by your house? Right. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, is, I, I don't care where it is, like, just as long as it happens. Like, I, I want the world to get vaccinated and we can go back to normal. Mm. Like, I don't want to, the pandemic has just been so hard for everybody. But this kind of thing is really good. And I think that in the future, we're probably going to have, like, vaccine passports, mm. you know, where you show, you show that you're vaccinated so you can travel. And I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. I I'm mean, fine like, with that, too. I want, I want the countries to open back up. I want business to go back to normal so we can get back on with our lives. Mm. All right, let's go on to ah, speaking about travel. Uh, Japan is considering to when to restart the go-to travel tourism campaign. Uh, Natsuki, can you tell us what was the first go-to travel campaign?
1: Oh, the the government. Yeah. The, the government offer you like fifty percent off coupon. So when you go to travel they pay for you like 50% yeah that's
0: it they also gave uh, a lot of cash to like for example if you went to a hotel or a restaurant or something like that then the, the government depending on the the prefecture that you were in uh, would give extra cash like like for example if like I go stay at a hotel I pay like let's say 40 bucks a night mm-hmm. then the hotel gets another 40 bucks from the government right, right, and stuff like that I mean like they had all these little programs everywhere and um, they did this during the pandemic the first time
1: <laughs> Oh, so stupid
0: uh so they're like go to travel everybody and then like a couple weeks later they're like please stop traveling there's corona everywhere in the country now
1: you knew about it before we started the how, campaign how
0: stupid was that <laughs> i was just the dumbest thing yeah but but me and josh benefited from this we had like a kind of a work event thing where we went to Am- amami oh. we went to this island that's like an hour flight away from here we went to an island we stayed in like tons of hotels and like a really luxurious airbnb and i think that we spent maybe uh, we had a rental car everything i think i maybe spent a thousand dollars wow maybe Uh. and we had a great time (laughs) i mean like we were working but it was it was it was a great time Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so um if they do go to travel natsuki where do you want to go
1: okay let's say tokyo
0: tokyo why tokyo
1: I miss the big area, big city.
0: I'm going there next week.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going For there what? next week. What business? Uh,
0: I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it. Oh, okay. But me and uh and me and Tokyo Lens, Mr. Norm, have mm-hmm. a little thing that we're gonna be doing. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it, so I'm not gonna talk about it.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: But it's 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 gonna be fun. And I might so because of that, guys, uh we don't know small talk next week, we don't know if what's gonna happen. Maybe I'll do like a, a live broadcast from uh from Tokyo or something like that, but mm. we'll see. But anyway, Tokyo, huh? Mm. Mm. Tokyo
1: Disneyland, must say.
0: I don't have good memories of that place. Why?
1: <laughs> you know why? I do know why. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's go on. So uh, I want to get to a kind of a legal story here. Um, so if, if you guys don't know the the story of uh, Carlos Gon, uh,
1: uh that was funny.
0: <laughs> uh, he used to be the CEO of Nissan, mm-hmm. um, and there's there. It's a complicated story, but if you ask just the police uh he got arrested uh for basically like um uh not money laundering but basically like fraudulent usage of company funds and he's probably guilty of that i mean i'll be honest with you he's probably guilty of that because the way that ceo compensation works in japan is is really weird um other countries uh like if you look at elon musk or bezos and stuff like that they get paid billions and then they make you know lots of money for Mm -hmm. their companies in japan it's not that easy like Mm -hmm. ceos don't make that much money And so according to the police or the investigators or whatever, Gon had set up like a, I, I might be getting the details of this wrong, but I think he set up like a shell company, paid his shell company money and that just became his money. Something like that. But anyway, had this happened in any other country, uh, Gon would have seen like, a you know, some million dollar fine. Mm-hmm. And he would have said sorry in front of the news and it would have been done. But in Japan, they don't like foreign CEOs here. There's There's been lots and lots of trouble in the past with foreign CEOs in Japan because the, the police are a little bit racist. <laughs> and uh, they basically have this ability that should be illegal they need to change the law about this but what police can do is they can arrest you and put you in jail for i think up to tw- two weeks or something like that and they can do that let's say you get 15 counts of something they can serialize the arrests so they can arrest you for two weeks and then if they don't prosecute you or do something with you then they have to let you go then they just rearrest you for the second count and then they rearrest you for the third count. they can keep doing this for an endless amount of time mm. It's torture. It's really, really bad. It's, it's mm. third world country level bullshit. And they really need to fix that, that those laws. But anyway, so they kept doing that to Ghosn. So Ghosn mm. kept going in and out of jail. And he's a C, he used to be the CEO of Nissan. And he's a, you know, multimillionaire. And so, so what they did, and this is also not good. I mean, I don't recommend doing this, but he got snuck out of the country in like a box. Literally, kind of Mm. sounds comical, but that's what happened. And so he escaped the country. And then uh, what happened is there's still like a court battle going on. Some people helped him. They got arrested and stuff like that. The story that we want to talk about today is his lawyer (laughs) is in court defending something. Who knows? Mm. Something with their legal battle. And he asked the judge. No, no, he didn't ask the judge. He just tried to plug in his laptop. And the judge said, you are not allowed to use public electricity for your laptop
1: mm-hmm. it's in, a country electricity
0: yeah, it's the country's electricity mm-hmm. not yours <laughs> let me let read you the quote here the dispute began began in a yokohama court in september when the judge presiding over a pre-trial hearing on a drug smuggling case prohibited takano from plugging in his laptop into the room's electrical outlet the judge said that the power belonged to the japanese state <laughs> Natsuki, how do you feel about your country?
1: <laughs> I can't, that's so funny, don't you think? I couldn't believe that whenever I first read this news.
0: <laughs> okay, so there is a thing in Japan called uh, Denki Dorobo, which is like electric electricity thief. Which is like, it's like a, but it's said almost comedically. It's like, you know, when you're in like a izakaya or restaurant or bar or something like that, and you plug in your cell phone, uh, you're like, ah, it's like, it's kind of funny, Uh right? uh But this is literally the judge saying, don't steal the people's electricity.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was funny. uh,
0: And so anyway, the lawyer went on to, 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 uh, to, uh, defend himself and saying that, uh, that, uh. The laptop is an essential part of the defense attorney's equipment, and therefore he had a right to use the electricity. Like, it,
1: it was funny that people on the internet was talking about this judge and that this judge never used the toilet in the courtroom. Do you understand what I mean? Because <laughs> because toilet is also you know country's toilet. <laughs> there is the electricity.
0: <laughs> like there's places that we should save money, but that's really not the place.
1: <laughs> Jeez. He can never, you know, charge his phone at the courtroom.
0: <laughs> <sighs> well, good luck, young <laughs> lawyer. I,
1: I don't, I, I, don't know what's happened after this one. Do you know?
0: He's still. I think he's still pleading for the his case what he really should do is he should bring in like an electric ga- a gasoline uh generator and just like <laughs> spark up the, in the courtroom and just run it
1: uh, or a p- uh, portable battery yeah that's
0: just ridiculous <laughs> anyway don't the the lesson here guys is never get involved in the japanese court system it's a mess it's it's they're constantly being criticized by the uh by the the um the what is it uh uh, 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 uh. The UN, the United Nations, mm. on um, having barbaric, not only barbaric trials, but also a barbaric legal system in, in, involving the criminal criminal uh, justice system. So please never get involved with it here. Okay, let's go to the last thing, which is really good news. Uh, we have Manabe.
1: Mm, Mr. She, Manabe, congratulations.
0: Nobel, Nobel Prize winner.
1: Mm, 90 years old? 90
0: years old for his work mm. on global mm. warming, right? Right. Um, he. So here's a funny thing about the Nobel Prize. Prize is that apparently they call the winners as they're being announced. Mm. So like they announce them in what country is this from? Sweden or Switzerland? Which one is it? I always I always forget the two. I mess them up. My sweetest friend does not like that. <laughs> no one knows. Good job, guys. It's what, in Sweden. Sweden. Okay. Stockholm. Sweden. Sweden. Okay. So they call the the winners as they're announced Swedish time right which is usually like four o'clock in the morning or something like that mm. so they call them as they're being announced so right as they call the people to announce that they've won the media starts calling them mm. um and so it's really interesting how they do that but anyway uh, manabe went on to give a little speech right and you linked me his speech on youtube i did i mean he asked he was asked a question like because he's no longer a J- he was born in japan mm. And then in his 30s or something like that, he went to the United States and he's lived there ever since and he's a United States citizen. Right. And when he was asked why he's he became a U.S. citizen, what did he say, Natsuki? You watched it.
1: I watched it, but I, I think please explain. <laughs> Come on, Natsuki.
0: You can do it. Don't be lazy.
1: Uh, he said, you know, scientists like him are he wasn't good for living in japan he because you know japanese people always care about harmony and always care about what people think others yeah and he's not good at that he wanted to concentrate about you know his work and and he doesn't want to you know hurt others but don't really care about others. So yeah,
0: he, he said exactly those words. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, that's why he was good at living in the United States. That's what he said, I guess. Also,
0: that in the funding money is way more right,
1: money. Right, right, like uh, twenty-five times. Uh, can, can twenty-five I can, times twenty-five times
0: the amount of money. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was on
1: the. It was about. It was a uh, Japanese big news about brain
0: draw brain drain
1: brain drain yeah So many smart people go to other countries especially United States not Japan and so his nationality is USA right yeah. so Japanese TV said you know Japanese you know scientists got a Nobel Award but he is technically US
0: American yeah. Uh, yeah. American so actually getting back to those Trump people um, this is actually going to be a long-term problem for the United States United States is winning globally on a lot of you know research areas, because what we do is we import smart people. Mm. So we go all around the world. I mean, if like, I think the head of Google's now, I think Indian national, mm. but like we, we import all of these geniuses from all around the world. Um, and that's a way that the United States is staying competitive right now. Mm. The problem is, is that due to the gun, various things, but one of the big things is gun violence mm-hmm. in the United States. Uh, a lot of people are choosing not to go there, the mm. smart people, and they're going to other countries like European countries or maybe China or something like that. And so this is a really, really big long-term problem for the United States, but this is already happening in Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about this before, the D- Todai, uh, Tokyo D- uh, University is ranked like, what was it 27 or something yeah. like that it's really low it's like there's not a you know there's not a lot of smart people that hang out that stay in japan mm. they leave
1: right like many pe- japanese scientists who got novel hour they are living in america yeah. actually and so you know and then he was 90 right 90 yeah. is like a you know people who are living in world war ii era
0: yeah he w- he would have been like in his teens during the the war right right
1: right. and then he said he couldn't use computers whenever he wants but you know america let him do whatever he wants that's what he liked about it
0: so if you guys don't know this climate uh to do climate science requires really really complex modeling Mm -hmm. and that requires the world's like fastest supercomputers um and he was i think talking about using basically computational time on the supercomputers okay and so he's like and they just let me me use it in america whereas in japan it was a it was hard for him so can i
1: ask you a question yeah okay people who wants to you know study or i mean you know do the scientific thing or like do business escape from japan to america right yeah you come to you come from america to japan
0: so uh, for me it's like i love the people in the culture here okay. I, I just it's like it's my favorite place like i travel all around the world there's lots of places that i like but i really really like living here mm. but it's becoming more and more frustrating to be honest with you the uh, alex is also on the show we, we constantly talk about this but um the lo- the governments here and especially the government here, it's just it's just dumb old men making decisions about things that they don't understand we mm. talked about this so many times on the show and it's just after a while, like you, I, we said it pre-show, but like, you know, you, you gotta just think about how long am I gonna put up with this? Mm. Right? And um, eventually, you know, there there might be an eventuality where I move back to a Western country.
1: No. I mm. mean,
0: so, I mean, that's, I'm trying not to. Mm-hmm. trying to make things better while I'm here, but it's, it's a real risk, you know? Right. And so, I mean, especially with the GDP, I just, I, I was talking to some um, teachers a couple days ago and we were talking about the, the problems that plague Japan. And one of them, one of the things I said, was like, well, you know, I was here when Japan was second for GDP mm. and now they're third. Right. Mm. And when I said third, they said, are we still even third? Mm. And so I Googled it. And that's when I noticed that the difference between number two and number three is incredible. China has like 11 trillion dollar GDP or something like that. And Japan is sitting at like 4.9. What are the numbers, Josh? If you can find it, if you just do GDP by country, it'll be a list. And so, not only did China leapfrog Japan in GDP, but they're now their economy is over double the size of the Japanese economy. Mm. You got it.
2: Okay, so it's number one, United States at uh, nineteen and a half trillion dollars GDP. Uh, China is twelve trillion, and then Japan is almost five trillion. Oh, it's a huge difference. Right. So mm-hmm.
1: remember, so
0: when I. W- moved here you know japan was still number two gdp and now not only are they number three but they're incredibly behind mm. number two and so i mean that, that that makes sense i mean china has a billion people mm. right so it, it it's kind of crazy for for china not to be number one right now it's kind of weird but um but japan losing the race is that hard is just kind of embarrassing Mm -hmm. and a lot of it is just simply because a lot of dumb old men got into their positions and they just aren't good leaders Mm. i mean look at look at business i mean what's the most successful japanese business uniqlo what is it SoftBank? and SoftBank isn't even uh led by a japanese uh uh ethnic japanese person right Mm. it's 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 uh led by a uh a a japanese born korean
1: Mm. yeah
0: Mm. i think he's japanese born korean
2: really
1: yeah
0: what
2: well uh, according to asianlinks.com the number one japanese company is toyota
0: yeah well that makes sense
2: and it's ranked number 10 in the fortune global 500 rank
0: so toyota toyota they did a lot of things amazingly well there's actually two books written about toyota uh probably more but two that are really really big one of them is called uh toyota haka um and i think it's called toyota haka can you look at it Hata Hata. Kata, Toyota Kata, the power of Toyota. And uh, it, uh, it don't read it. It's like unless you are in manufacturing, you don't need to read that book. But uh, that book goes into detail about how the the it's called the um, just in time system that Toyota created to make very, very efficient manufacturing uh, uh, like policies. And there is this there is this time in Michigan's history where the, the automakers in Michigan started failing. They they couldn't keep up with the Japanese car brands. And so they brought in Toyota to like come in and teach Americans how to re, re, run their own factories. Um, and they improved the factories in the United States. I mean, so Toyota totally makes sense, but that's still like a that's still like a hard good that if you know, in the future with, with more competition coming from like Tesla and things like that, I don't know if Toyota is going to be able to keep up just on the technology side, because everything all the problems of Japanese companies right now, there's no software development in this country. Zero. And if they do develop software in, in Japan, it's garbage. Um, and then the other thing is, is there's just there's no global like interface like like in Japan, you, can, you, get, you get the Domino's pizza app that's designed in California hmm. and it's used in Canada, it's used in America, it's used all over the place. Um, there's no apps that are like that. All mm-hmm. Japanese apps and all Japanese software is just like Gal- Galapagos Island into Japan and it just mm. sits here and never goes outside the country. So what is Japan going to go do going forward? Like what's, what's the industry? What, what are they going to do? I mean, cars, I don't think is going to be a thing that Japanese are be, will be able to keep up with.
2: So, computer? No. No, because com- <laughs> they,
0: Japan lost the computer race back in the '90s. Mm. Uh, Sony was making computers. I think they still do, but they were making computers. But they, they, they're done. Like all the components, they're just made in China and Taiwan.
1: Mm.
0: So I don't know what is Japan gonna, What is Japan's industry? Uh, <laughs> if I was, if I was in charge of Japan, uh, I'm going to save the world right now. Here we go. This is how you fix Japan, guys. What you do is you start pouring tons of money into practical engineers, like engineers, like, like aeronautical engineers and mechanical engineers. Okay. Cause that's what you guys are good at. And then you push space space exploration you push it hard because we are in in order to to launch a rocket you have to be near the equator okay you need to have three things you need to have near the equator you need to have a bunch of engineers and you need to be in a safe part of the world where you can put together the the supply chain of a of a of a rocket Mm. uh, manufacturing you know supply chain so that's what you do. You get a bunch of engineers, you push space, and you make space your next big thing. Mm. And so if you do that, the Japanese have have a chance of, of keeping themselves relevant over the next couple of generations. But if they don't push space, I don't see what they're going to do.
1: Okay, one thing I was thinking about is I should teach, and should let my daughters teach to learn English, so that you know she can escape <laughs> whenever they want to, well, if they want to.
0: I have a friend whose like daughter went to go live in the United States or somewhere, and then like the mom just goes and lives with them. Oh, cool! So you could go live with your daughter, right? Like when you're when she's older, just like go and hang out.
1: Yeah, you know, just for. May, just will make sure you know some choices that she could have. Well, you
0: know, English does basically broaden your choices. Like right. you can do anything. Right. I don't. know. I, I didn't want to be negative today, but I'm just saying. Like in the the future of this country, really just depends on the leadership. I think that the the leadership needs to go. All of the old men just need to go. I mean get out mm. and you know go 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 do something like a hobby or something stop hurting the country
1: <laughs> Stop hurting the country
0: so the uh, elections gonna come up soon right at the mm. end of this month do you are you gonna vote
1: yeah <laughs> That's kind of
0: they're all the same man you look at their the, their platform they're all exactly the same I'm like well you whatever right well we do have a new prime minister so let's see what happens with that who knows so next show, guys. I don't know. We, I'm either gonna do it live from Tokyo or I'm gonna forget to do it. And please it'll be, do,
1: please do. It'll be
0: two weeks from now. That
1: sounds like cool. I want to watch it.
0: It it it's all. It has to do with the the people that I'm hanging out with. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the things that we're gonna do okay. until until launch day, but mm-hmm. we'll see All right, guys, uh, once again, if you haven't checked it out, uh, there's a link in the description of this video to Alex's People of Kagoshima video. Please check it out. Also, please subscribe to that channel. Uh, We're producing it with uh, government money. Very small, tiniest little bit of government (laughs) money that they were so gracious to spare us. From all their other projects they're wasting money on. And so um, we're one of our KPI uh, is subs. So if you guys could please sub to that uh, channel, it would make me super happy. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next
1: time. Bye.